Okay, good afternoon. Uh, you are listening to the LLE Insider Podcast, the St. Patrick's Day edition. And today I'm joined by Miss G. Hello. I'm joined by John. At least you didn't say I was dancing on the table. Well, not yet, not yet. We have special music for that. Anish is very, oh, very nice. festive today in green. How are you today? Good. Um, how are you, Nia? Good. Good. Are you uh, warm? You can take that coat off if you feel like. No. And Sophie, how are you today? Good, how are you? I hear there's a bad strain of some kind of something or other going on in the fourth grade with stomach and flu stuff, so hopefully everyone's feeling much better. All right, so John, we're going to get into why John is not going to dance to uh, this. No, John, I have not. I have not. I have not. We have special music for John. I have not da- agreed at all. This is John's John, can you please movement. put your special shoes on? I have no special suits. I am not dancing. Oh, so I have to put my special uh, St. Oh, wow. Patrick's Day edition. Wow. 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 Oh, my God. You finally have. Uh, I have my special St. Patrick's Day hat on. You look like a DJ, a weird DJ. How are you doing? You look uh, like a DJ leprechaun. Thank you. All right, so now John, guess who's doing a magic? He's like Celtic man. He's up on the table, and he's Celtic. working his jig. I am not! He's trying for the Celtics. John, you amaze us all with your dance skills. Oh, wow. Can you teach us? No! I mean, I can. You know, last week we had a, a, a super fan who wrote an email and asked John about his uh, skills, and you know what he said? It's all innate. He doesn't take one lesson. It just comes naturally to him. And I don't dance on tables. Dancing on tables is not smart. Do not dance on tables. So, John, today, today, so it's our St. Patrick's Day edition. We have a bunch of segments dedicated to St. Patrick's Day today. Um, But I have a special treat for all of us I'm going to hand around. I have traditional Irish soda bread. And I have some plates here if people would like a piece. It might taste amazing. It's going to taste amazing. Don't worry, I washed my hands. I don't think he baked it himself. He didn't. Definitely not. I want you to try the Irish soda. It smells incredibly buttery. So that's always a good sign. Did you buy it or bake it? I bought it from the Irish bakeries at Oh Stop and Shop. Oh, Stop and Shop, the best Irish bakery in town. I think you bought it from Stop and Shop. Is it good? Wait, what is that? Thank you. Mm. Here you go, Miss G. Oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> so please enjoy your soda bread. Tell me what you think of traditional Irish soda bread. It's good. Anise, it's okay to eat with your hands. I mean, why are you eating like it's a <laughs> I mean, it's Don't you know that's what separates us from the animals, an opposable thumb and using tools? Thank you. It's very delicious. Well, I'm glad you like it. It's pretty good. Yeah. A little flavorless, and except for the raisins. I don't like it. It's, it's pretty too sweet. Good. It's too sweet for you? That's right. You don't like chocolate? You basically, you eat a bag of flour with a spoon. Huh? What? <laughs> well, has anyone here ever heard of the Guinness Book of World Records? Yes! Well, now, the Guinness Book of World Records, this is how it was started. People were out and... You know, they were on a, in a, a shooting contest, like they were shooting targets, 
And these two guys got into an argument about the fastest bird. Like, what bird is the fastest if they were going to think about, you know, hunting birds? So this led to a contest. This company called Guinness that makes adult beverages um, that served in these places back in the day called public houses where people would get together and have dinner and have uh, drinks. They said, we're going to put together a, a book. Because since all these people would get into arguments about the fastest this or the biggest that, they decided to have a contest and put together a book of all these different facts, like what is the biggest so ocean. Cool. And so that's how the Guinness Book, at first it was the Guinness Book of Records, then it went huge and it became the Guinness Book of World Records. And so that's how you got the Guinness Book of World Records, sponsored by the Guinness Company, which is a very big company that makes adult beverages around the world that I'm sure will be enjoyed thoroughly this weekend. It's nice. Yeah. So, Miss G, what is your segment you have prepared for today? So, I um, didn't want to take anyone's segment away because I don't think we talked about it last week that much. Um, I have a little history about the saint, um, St. Patrick, and then I have a second part. So, first of all, St. Patrick might be the patron saint of Ireland, but actually he lived in um Britain first and then moved to Ireland when he was 16 years old um, where he was sent to work. After he arrived in Ireland Patrick became interested in Christianity and started teaching others about his religion. He said um, that he had converted many people in the country to Christians and now St. Patrick's Day is celebrated throughout the world on his death date. What is the day we celebrate St. Patrick's Day? That is part of my first. You'll find out later. Okay, right, when we come back to you. Now, there's a, a traditional symbol of St. Patrick's Day. John, what's that symbol? A four-leaf clover. And, and people say that if you find a four-leaf clover, it'll bring you good luck. But will you have to have good luck to find a four-leaf clover? Well, the answer's kind of yes. You have a, about a 1 in 10,000 chance of getting a four-leaf clover. Wow. They're pretty rare. Even so, some people get really lucky. I'm pretty sure someone got tw found 21 four-leaf clovers. Wow. Someone in the world found 21 four-leaf clovers? I think that's a... Ruin it for everybody else. So there's more of a chance to get Anisha's jokes than there are to find a four-leaf clover? Yes. Thanks. That's correct. <laughs> uh. <laughs> this person might uh, must have had a lot of time on his... Hands. His or her. I don't know. I don't know. So. Now, we found out two weeks ago in LLE News when they did an informal fourth grade poll about the favorite cereal. Favorite cereal? Lucky Charms. It wasn't actually that informal. I hate all cereals. I can't eat it because I get rashes whenever I eat it. I don't like it that much. Are you, I get aller stomach are you allergic to fun? Is that I don't why? like it a lot. Lucky Charms is fun. I don't like it a lot, except uh, for the marshmallows. No. The marshmallows are... The marshmallows... The marshmallows are okay, but everything else is stinky. I know Lexi did a, a tutorial about how to make Lucky Charm pancakes. Have you, if you've ever tried them, they're delicious. Oh, uh, unless you use the stuff Lucky that's not marshmallows. The Lucky Charm marshmallows make my stomach hurt for some reason. Okay. You don't like sweets. Around um, St. Patrick's Day time, do they change the marshmallows to sh all shamrocks or no? I don't know. I've never yeah, it. All I know is when I went to O Stop and Shop Bakeries, they had uh, shamrock cookies, they had shamrock cup green cupcakes, they had wow. green bagels, they had everything. Maybe we should have a uh, St. Patrick's Day party in the faculty room. Ooh, we should. With all that we stuff. should. That'd be nice. Um, Nia, what is your segment today? Um, 
Okay, I have like some like basic facts. Shamrocks are the national flower of Ireland. The color of St. Patrick's Day was originally blue. Beer is one of the most widely consumed beverages on St. Patrick's Day. Root beer? I don't know. Legend says that each leaf of the clover has meaning. Hope, faith, love, and luck. Uh, 1962 marked the first time oh, Chicago dyed their river green for St. Patrick's Day. Guinness is one of the most popular drinks on St. Patrick's Day. Shamrock shakes are also very popular. McDonald's shamrock shake. There are 34.7 million U.S. residents with Irish ancestry. This number is more than seven times the population of Ireland itself. The real St. Patrick was an Irish. He was born in Britain around AD 390 to an aristocratic Christian family. Your odds of finding a poorly clover are about 1 in 10,000. The world's shortest St. Patrick's Day parade is held in an Irish village. It lasts only 100 yards between the village's two pubs. To celebrate St. Patrick's Day, Chicago dyes the river green for a few hours. St. Patrick never got canonized by a pope, making his saintly status somewhat questionable. St. Patrick's Day is an Irish national holiday with banks, stores, and businesses closing for the day. The first St. Patrick's Day celebration in the United States was held in Boston in 1737. Wow. Thank you for sharing all those facts. Do you know, locally, there's a very large St. Patrick's Day. There's actually two of them. There was one last weekend in Bergenfield, and there's one this weekend in Pearl River, New York. It's a very large St. Patrick's Day. And also on uh, Saturday, the city. And the one in the city. So the one in Pearl River and Bergenfield are like within minutes from us. Um, uh, Sophie or Nish, who would you like like to go next? I'll go. So I have have like a little mini quiz for you. So, who is St. Patrick? Actually, it's who was. <laughs> a saint? <laughs> uh, this. Saint of what? Ireland? Yes. St. Patrick is the patron saint of Ireland. When is St. Patrick's Day celebrated? March 1st. Nope. March what? 17th. Yeah. Oh. And how many <laughs> leaves does the lucky clover have? Four. Four. Thank you. Now, I know you were waiting. You came in early and said, Mr. Ann, I have this uh, segment that's so amazing. I want to do it last. So why don't you, why don't you give us your segment? Actually, he didn't say that. Yeah. Okay, whatever. I have some, like, I'm going to tell you a little bit about St. Patrick. Patrick was a 5th century Romano-British Christian missionary and bishop in Ireland. Ireland. Much of what is known about St. Patrick comes from the Declaration, which was allegedly um, written by Patrick himself. It is believed that he was born in Roman British, Brit- um, Britain, I mean, in the 4th century, into a wealthy Romano-British family. His father was a deacon, and his grandfather was a priest in the Christian church. According to the Declaration, Declaration, at the age of 16, he was kidnapped by Irish raiders and taken as a slave too. It says that he spent six years there working as a shepherd and that during this time he found God. The declaration says that God told Patrick to flee to the coast where a ship would be waiting to take him home. After making his way home, Patrick went on and 
went on to become a priest. According to tradition, Patrick returned to Ireland to convert the pagan Irish Christianity. The declaration says that he spent many years evangelizing in the northern half of Ireland and converted thousands. Patrick's efforts against the Druid were eventually turned into an allegory in which he drove snakes out of Ireland. Ireland, Ireland never had any snakes. Tradition holds that he died on 17 March and was buried at Down Patrick. Over the following centuries, many legends grew up, up around Patrick and he became Ireland's foremost saint. All right. So what's the, the big one is that supposedly there are no snakes on Ireland, right? Mm -hmm. Why? Because St. Patrick drove them off the island? Mm -hmm. The serpent, the evil serpent? Really? Yeah. I never knew that. Leprechauns because... What is it, the nickname of Ireland? It's actually my birthstone. The May birthstone. Tombstone? Never mind. What is a precious stone that's green? Emerald? The Emerald Isle, right? Oh, cool. Nice. Very interesting. All right. Well, will anybody be attending any of the parades this weekend? No. Unfortunately not. What uh, parade? Corn beef is on sale at ShopRite if you're into that. I'll I am not. In uh, New York City or Pearl River. Nope. No. Nope. How about what? You might watch it on TV. I never attended and I never see it. Okay. Well, hopefully you'll eat something green. Broccoli, spinach. Green eggs and ham. Green <laughs> eggs and ham. I'm vegetarian, so. Would you, would you well, what, you want to eat spinach? That's like, that's full like of meat. Eggs that's and full of meat. Broccoli, forget about it. I hate broccoli. I like broccoli. And I'm a vegetarian, too. I like broccoli, but only if it's raw. If it's cooked, black. If, if today is uh, pie day, would you have spinach pie today? No. Um, no, no I would have. No, I would have pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie? Okay. Pesto pie, you could have pesto. Pesto's green, right? Yeah. Pesto's made out of basil. Well, that is our uh, St. Patrick's Day edition. I know that John likes the up-tempo uh, tune, so I'm going to play this one just for John because he's going to get up on the table for us. John's ready to dance. Not dance on the table. He's dancing. He's dancing. So into the music. Wow, so in tune. Come on. Every move is perfect. Let's go, John. Stop it. I'm not actually dancing. Well, you do now. I'm not dancing. I can't wait to see what you do next week. <laughs> I do not dance on the table. Dancing on the table is dangerous. Well, thank, <laughs> well, thank you for thank you again for listening to the LME Insider, uh, the O podcast for the St. Patrick's Day edition. And uh, hopefully you can join us again next week. Thank Take you. Care. Bye. Bye. I don't dance on the table. St. Patrick's Day.